And in fact, Chris Alberta will be in for Chris Runwick on this afternoon, JR afternoon. We'll talk to Chris in just a bit. The other Chris. Um, and all of us are feeling great, uh, and the celebration continues. Uh, such a great, warm feeling, emotional feeling with our Lions. Uh, we couldn't be happier with the outcome. Uh, but I think guys who make a living in sports have got an extra special uh, involvement in this from a professional and a personal emotional standpoint. i I got to believe, uh, certainly with Mike Tirico, we learned that earlier in our conversation. I believe now, speaking to Steve Courtney, the same. Stevie, it had to be overwhelming for you last night. Dub, you're absolutely right. Um, as I said earlier this morning, uh, you know, as this game was unfolding, you're just looking back on all the heartache that was watching Lions football for an extended period of time. And, you know, uh, we became used to the phrase, wait till next year, wait till next year. And sometimes the next year was darker than the previous. And so as this thing all came together and we all knew the plot going in, uh, with Matthew Stafford coming back to Ford Field, uh, Jared Goff going against his former team. Uh, there are no guarantees. And you, you look to the way this game uh, unfolded. Lions up 21-17 at the half. And uh, they spoke to Dan Campbell after. And he said, look, this is a pretty good Rams offense. And we can't afford to give up the big plays, as we saw uh, in that first half, the 50-yard touchdown pass to the fine rookie Puka Nakua and also the 38-yarder to Tutu Atwell. Uh, Matthew Stafford was slinging it. We saw that. Um, but the one thing about this Lions defense, Dub, and this was the question going in, uh, at times our secondary has been lackluster. But at the end of the day, uh, let the record indicate that the Rams got into the red zone three times, came away with zero touchdowns. Uh, there was a moment, uh, and we're used to seeing Matthew Stafford via his 12 years here wearing the Honolulu Blue and Silver, pulling out fourth-quarter victories. Got the uh, Rams to the Lions 34 and thankfully was turned away. But I will forever remember the first play after the two-minute warning. Uh, you had Jared Goff connecting with Amar Ross St. Brown, and that was it. Game was on ice. And uh, the countdown began. Lions uh, getting the victory, and uh, by doing so, ended a nine-game postseason losing streak. Dub that wow. Wow. the longest in NFL history, win a playoff game for the first time in 32 years. Wow! It was it was just magnificent. Um, I, I was not there, but I heard that the the rumble, the the buzz started early. Well, in fact, uh, we have Dan Campbell saying it and how important the fans were. Let's play that Dan Campbell cut again. That is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That, that was absolutely electric. And I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I, you could just feel it. It was humming. The building was humming. And I swear you could feel the electricity down the tunnel from where I was coming down. And it only just grew from there. So, um, man, our fans showed up in a big way. They did show up in a big way. There was a hum. There was a roar, in fact, 
uh, throughout the game that uh, certainly you noticed, Steve. We all noticed, even just watching it uh, on television. And and they have somebody like Aiden Hutchinson, who, of course, went to Michigan, played in the big house, which is the biggest stadium uh, in the in the United States, second biggest in the world. There's a lot of noise at the big house, but here's what he said about the noise. It was, yeah, it was wild. It was wild. The, the, camp, the fans came out. It's probably maybe one of the loudest stadiums I've been in, you know, and... Um... I mean that first half and the end of the game it was uh it was crazy man Detroit that they they ate all this up the crowd just... you know we we have mentioned Jason Brown a number of times he was an intern on our morning show for years and went on to do great things with his PR firm public public city PR I'm always it's always publicity PR public city PR it's clever but sometimes too clever for me but Jason sent me a note saying uh, with a with a T-shirt that he just made up online. I because I, I said, well, where do where do we get a hold of these? And he said he just made it up online. Let me just uh, read it. it. It says in big bold letters because you were talking about we wiped something out. Here's another thing we wiped out. S O L is dead. S O L is dead. Same old lions is dead. We wiped that out too, Stevie. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Getting back to Aiden Hutchinson, uh, when he introduced himself at the beginning of the tilt, God love him, uh, Divine Child High School. Huh? <laughs> did you catch that? I, Steve, I did catch that. I thought of you. Yes, sir. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, for the first time in franchise history, your Detroit Lions will have not one but two postseason games on the home turf. We are awaiting the winner of the Buccaneers and Eagles. Uh, that is going to be going down at 8.15 tonight. Uh, the Eagles, the defending NFC champs, fellas, uh, they are in an abysmal way right now. Talking about the abyss. They have lost five of their last six. As a matter of fact, there is some speculation that should the Eagles lose to Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers tonight, uh, Nick Sirianni, uh, who coached the Eagles to the NFC Championship a year ago would be shown the door. Uh, we'll see. Remember, the Lions beat the Tampa Bay Bucks on the road back on October 15th, 20-6. to At the time, that was the Lions' fourth win in a row coming off that loss to the Seattle Seahawks. So, uh, And just a reminder, uh, apparently it is game on for the Steelers and Bills in, in Buffalo. Uh, the field is clear. The stands not so much. They've been paying people $20 an hour. People. just They just ask for people to come there with their snow shovels, and they'll pay them 20 bucks an hour to clear off the stands. Well, I saw the video of the big fella uh, utilizing the stands as a slide yesterday, wearing no <laughs> shirt, for crying out loud. So that dude was making $20 an hour to have the time of his life. So uh, we'll see. Great win by the Lions, of course. Uh, Unbelievable. The best. Steve Courtney, speaking of the best, WJR sports analyst extraordinaire. And David Rieger weighing in, too. Uh, As we all get excited about the games today and who we might play next Sunday. And uh, I will say this real quick, if you're still there, Steve, and that is. Yes, sir. uh, I'm sorry, Rieger, to throw you under the bus again, although it's so much fun. Um, he says, 
whoever wins, what did you say, Rieger? We should have no problem with them? How dare you say something like that? Steve would agree, probably. I don't think Steve would ever say that about any game as important as the next game. Steve, who do you want to see coming to Ford Field, Tampa Bay or Philly? Uh, It just doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, That's my point. I don't think it matters. Well, but yeah, because you said we're going to win no matter what. I think we're. I think we got a great chance to win. Well, we we always hope for a great chance to win. We don't say it. Steve, <sighs> Steve, please explain. He's asking you to bail him out, Steve. Are you going to bail him out on this? Well, I I think that the way uh, the Lions are playing right now, I don't think uh, they care, and, and nor do I, for God's sakes. <laughs> Bring it. Good Bring job. it. Good job dancing around that one. Steve Courtney here at WJR with Paul W. Smith uh, on uh, this beautiful Monday as we continue.